and just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. Hello and welcome back to the A Show uh, with Justin and Mills. I sound like terrible right now, Mills. <laughs> you sound fine. Relax. Uh, currently working through the flu, of course. Uh, in the summer, damage. gross. In the summer, I know. The worst thing ever. I, I started feeling bad on Sunday. Um, and then I continued to push myself. Uh, through the next two days, <laughs> which is never a good idea. Never a good idea. I had to li- literally have a verbal talking to uh, by my significant other to get me to stop. So I stopped, and I I'm here. But yeah, except for, except for now, when we're doing a whole hour of podcast about professional wrestling. But you know what? You She's know. okay with this. She's okay with this. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I could have called up Greg. I could have, you know, you could have done that. But you know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate you battling through whatever sickness, your flu, your summer well, flu. I, I don't I know how that happens. I blame this shit on California weather. It was 75 degrees last week. Then it hit 65, 61. And, you know, 60 degrees out here is, like, very different than other places. Mm. It's like, might as well be 50-something. <laughs> you know, like, it's very different. So, yeah, it's... uh mm-hmm. Well, I'm sick. Well, you know what? E- either way, uh, I'm sure everyone hopes you get better, but we still uh, will have plenty of fun talking professional wrestling over the last week. I mean, you know, I've, we've been busy all week with the RNC Decade stuff, um, which is now you can, you know, if you follow RNC Radio Live, you can see all the banter, all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything um, regarding the RNC decade. People uh, are very, people are very upset about these lists, and I love it. It's a you know, music is subjective. I learned that when we were making the list, and it, it was World War Three. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's it, it is what it is. But you know, our RNC decade. So we haven't had a full time to actually plan out this show. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna. We're gonna do the good old wing ding wing. And we're gonna call it in we're gonna call it in the ring. We're gonna call it in the ring. We legitimately have not planned out anything from the show, but guess what? This is the eighty fifth episode of the A show. I think we've got this down pat. <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm not worried. I, we've been so busy with RNC decade stuff. We have a tremendous um and actually it's so funny that we can't even like talk about this on the on that on the decade show because it you know it was like within the moment but mm-hmm. like we like our decade show is like a huge show that's going to come out on, on the same uh at the same time as this episode comes out and we we put so much into that show that we almost lost 
I mean, we almost lost that show. I think it, you know what? I think it was karma. I think this, this and your sickness is karma for calling everyone nerds on Twitter because you have been the heat seeking missile as of late uh, in regards to anyone who loves anyone who loves, breathes, or appreciates AEW, apparently. Apparently, you're fishing for a job, by the way. That's what I've heard. That's so crazy that I I apparently (laughs) want to work for WWE (laughs) so badly. Like, that's, like, the weakest come. That's, like, such an elementary comeback as well, where it's, like, all I was doing, like, it was a clear troll. Like, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, they took it, like, so serious. But, like, it was was a troll, but there was some truth behind it. I don't even know what they got mad at, to be honest with you. Sure. Like, somebody, like, you know, threaten to fight me. And I was like, is this 2013 again? This is, I mean, listen, this can't be 2013 because that type of action is not allowed on Twitter anymore. Like you legitimately yeah. get suspended and or banned if you're threatening to fight somebody. This isn't like, what was it? Temecula or yeah. whatever. Like were people fighting over Kobe, <laughs> Kobe stats? <laughs> like this isn't that era of Twitter anymore. Like you can definitely get banned. So I would say, you know what? Um, if it, if you, I would say choose your words wisely. But I, I but I, here's my thing though. I didn't threaten anybody. All I did no, you of course like, not. We're smarter than that. We're smarter I, than that. I was just tweeting, and then it was just like, oh, how much did Triple H? I was just like, here. I think the tweet in question was, wow, there's a, there is black champions on both main roster and NXT. Is that was that false? Was that false? No, there's nothing false about it. Okay, so like you know, I said that, and people were like, well, "Wow, you want a job, bro?" I'm like, "For speaking the truth, I was like, listen, I would never want to work at WWE anyway. Like, it's just you know, that's not what I want to do. Like, I, I I would never work for somewhere where like I, my my passion could potentially be extinguished. Like, it's the one thing that I have outside of my actual job that mm-hmm. I'm allowed to enjoy. <laughs> right. You know? So I'm gonna do it. You know. But uh, yeah, it was just a weird weekend. I guess that is karma, but that's that's fine. I mean, you take it. You take it on the chin. We take you know, we take it. All, we all take it on the chin. Um, but in regards to this week, man, I think the only thing there hasn't been much news this week. I think probably the most interesting thing was me waking up this morning and seeing all these best of the Super Junior 2019 gifts. Yeah. Um, I, I have not watched the show yet. I've heard that it was a really good show. I haven't watched it either because I had no idea it was on. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, But luckily, luckily in the future, that will no longer be an issue. I want to, you know what? I, I'll, I'll tell you off air about why that won't be an issue. Oh, but <laughs> but that, that won't be an issue. It's somewhere in the hopefully near future. But New Japan, best of the Super Juniors 2019. And, you know... A major, I say, I guess a major headline come out of it is the the reintroduction to John Moxley. Um, I think his gear is fucking awful. Let me just start off by saying that. I mean, he don't want to wear pants anymore, man. He's probably wearing the stuff he wore under his entire Dean Ambrose outfit. That's fine. The entire that's, time. Cool. that's cool. That's all right. He I walked think in looking like Beggy Lynch. <laughs> oh, no, he walked in looking like a, a high school wrestler. <laughs> I, was not, I was like, "Where's the violence at, bro? Like, what is this?" Shit? I mean, he looked he looked great. He looked he looked in shape, uh, from what I've seen. I've heard the match was great. I've heard the main event was even is even more spectacular between um, Will Ospreay and uh, Shingo. But you know, I I am very much looking forward to. It. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. To be honest with you, I have a bunch of stuff to watch for late fees, but I'm I'm going to try and uh, squeeze that in. Yeah, might as well watch it tonight. Listen, John Moxley came in first night on the job, defeated, you know, former United States champion Juice Robinson, 
who is the new fresh haircut for the IWGP United States Championship. That is the most fluent I will ever sound talking about New Japan. I just pro- I promise you. I love it. Um, <laughs> I didn't get to see the match. He debuted a new version of the Dirty Deeds. Uh, he has a kind of a new, you know, a new swagger to him. Um, how do you feel about Dean Ambrose representing? you know, New Japan as United States champion moving forward, especially with this AEW thing where they don't have any sort of uh, contractual agreement to, like, use each other's talent, et cetera, et cetera. Um, How do you feel about, I mean, do you think this could be a long-standing thing, short-standing thing? I I think that they they put the belt on him to kind of signify that he's probably going to be in the G1 um, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how the schedules work out. I don't know if he'll be. I don't know if he'll be able to do all out in that. I think he will be able to. I don't have the schedule on hand right now, but sure. I think that's that's to kind of signify that he probably more than likely will be in the G1 this year, um, which is pretty exciting to me. I, I think that you know, I, it was. A, I I think we even predicted it that he might go to New Japan. I think I I think you were the, probably the only one that predicted AEW. But mm-hmm. I was like, New Japan seems like the natural place for him. They'll give him a belt off the bat. I, I, I honestly see him being the IWGP heavyweight champion by next year. To be oh, honest. really? <clears throat> the uh, IWGP heavyweight champion? Yeah, I think he'll be. I think. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, they, they always love to their their Western talent just to right. get more eyes on the product. Like Dean Ambrose, you know, is the biggest prospect right now, just like AJ Styles was three years ago, you know? Like mm. it just makes it makes so much it makes money sense for him to be that for them to break back into the into the U.S. scene. I don't know how that will work with AEW though. However, because it's like if they decide to do that or if they could do that, like Dean Ambrose isn't going to be losing on on TNT. You know, mm. like he's, he's not going to be losing on AEW event. So, but I mean, I, I can see them wanting to do that. I think it would be a great idea for them to do that. Um, we also got a little bit of word. Um, uh. It was it was during the NXT show, so I think it kind of flew under the radar. I'm just scrolling back through news. Shout out to the DailySmart.com. Um, I'm just scrolling through news. Asushi Aoki, yes, passed away at 41. It had, I mean, it was announced kind of during the NXT Takeover show, so I don't think a lot of people, um, or at least during Raw or something, some during the major wrestling event, it kind of uh, was announced. He was the current. Um, junior champion um for geez hold on let me pull it back up uh, oh man don't fuck it up no no no. he was the current ap aj aj ajpw all right well you know what <laughs> i had my run i had a good run um he was a, he was the current ajpw junior heavyweight champion and you know he was scheduled to have another match june 18th he unfortunately passed away it was a, a you know a, car, a motorcycle accident um you know, our, our condolences to his family and everybody who's affected by this. You know, a couple people tweeted about it. Um, you know, just wanted to, you know, a, a loss in the wrestling world is a loss for everybody, I think, especially for these performers who put their lives on the lines and things. And, you know, how he was just kind of, you know, taken out, you know, seemingly, you know, during the active point in his career. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, a lot. He obviously touched a lot of people. You have people from Aleister Black all the way to, of course, Chris Hero, uh, or Cassius Ono. I'm sorry. Um, you know, tweeting about you know how much he meant to them, and I think it's a huge loss for the for the um, you know Japanese pro wrestling community. Like it, it's it's you know he was a huge figure there. Uh, a lot of people consider him like their big brother. 
um, you know, when they, whenever they would go over there, he'd be, you know, the most welcoming and, and kind of, you know, open person there for them to talk to and speak to and learn things from. And I've seen a couple of his matches and I think he was also a tremendous talent. And, you know, once again, my our condolences go out to his family. Like, I think this is a huge, huge, huge loss for um, Japanese wrestling. 100 percent um we also have some other this is all coming off the top of the dome i haven't written down anything hey, oh actually 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 we should we should we should wrap up the new new japan's best of the super junior show because will osprey defeated the undefeated shingo T- takaki yeah takaki yes damn i'm i'm lit um <laughs> in the battle of the super juniors how do you feel like the future of will osprey in new japan pro wrestling is i mean he he had a very spirited post match interview, and I think he said he was like, "Listen, the Bucks are gone, AJ's gone, um, you know, Ricochet's gone, everybody's gone, and I'm the only one left. So I'm gonna step up to the, you know, I'm gonna step up to the plate and, you know, try my best to deliver and make a name for myself." Um, how do you feel about yeah the future of Will Osprey? Do you feel like he's someone that the company could invest in um, full time? Yes, I, I think that moving him up uh, to heavyweight was a little premature when they did that last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that he's perfect where he is. They, they've, they've drew so many great houses over the past month with this Battle of the Super Juniors with him at the top. Um, he needs to carry that that division, especially with uh, Hiromu, Hiromu Takahashi out and a lot of people, you know, you know, moving out of the New Japan scene, I think that he's the perfect person to, to be there. You know, regardless of what you think about the guy's work rate and how he, you know, lays out matches, like, he is the he's one of the biggest stars that they have right now. Yeah. And I think that it just only makes sense that they kind of build the division around him at this point. Because, I mean, I, they also lost Kushida, you know, like. It's, right. It's right. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have just got, are just gone. And you know what? You think considering this kind of new era of New Japan that we're coming upon, um, I feel like it could be, an, you know, an opportunity for a lot of people to sort of step up to the plate. Um, a and, lot of people. And, and you see it's already happening. I mean, you have. John Moxley, of course, coming in. You have Switchblade and really, you know, high-profile matches like he had with Tanahashi during the show, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it's they're building around them. I, I, I just worry that um, they are focusing. You know, I always worry about their focus on Western talent, and you know, the the Moxley thing, like I said earlier, it could get really hairy if if you know AEW starts up and, and New Japan is like, I don't want them to lose because they right. don't have an actual, they don't have a relationship, and New Japan doesn't want one with AEW, so. It's going to be really tricky as it goes on. 100%. Um, you know, congratulations to Will Ospreay for winning Battle of the Super Juniors 2019. We'll see where that kind of takes him in his career. Um, we also have a bit of news, a recurring news. We're going to do hashtag Sasha Banks watch right now. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. She is live. She's back. She's in color. And I think that's probably... The most notable thing is now that she's posting pictures of herself in color, and she seems very much so happier than she was before. Um, there's been rumors that she had a meeting with, you know, the WWE at some point over the last week, maybe last week and a half. And it was positive. It was a positive. Um, <laughs> Not much there. You know? I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out when we, uh, if I was to sort of book when we would we get Sasha Banks back? Would you say SummerSlam is a good deal? Uh, I think uh, they want her on TV more. Uh, but they want her on TV probably um, sooner than later. I mm-hmm. think by the J- July pay per view, whatever that is. I don't. I don't know what it is because we have stomping grounds. <laughs> stomping grounds, baby. Um, I I don't I, know what that is. 
I think that I mean obviously there aren't going to be many female talents traveling to the, with them to Saudi Arabia, so we shouldn't be expecting it, you know, now any, mm-hmm. anytime soon. But um, I, I do think it's imminent. I mean, I, I think that she's she's playing up to the to the uh, to the marks right now on social media. I think so too. It's a it's a lot of that. It's a lot of it. This has been probably, I mean, this is the best story that she's had, and and God knows, and it's the story that she's created, right? Like she's you know going through sadness and she's documenting it throughout all social media, even not intentionally. Well, I think intentionally, I'm not going to be, I don't, I don't think it's uh, I don't think she's like doing this organically. I think this is all, you know, premeditated and, and things like that, especially yeah. her liking, liking tweets of other, you know, from other wrestlers, from other companies and asking them let's wrestle and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you know what? She has black hair. The black hair looks, it's different. Um, I'm wondering if she'll carry that over to the E. I feel like she probably won't. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 again, like, as these, as these Sasha Banks watches goes on, it's, it's starting to, you know, we're, we're like literally arguing that, uh, you know, arguing semantics here. It's like, I, she changed her hair again. I think she, this is just a long, remember when, when Leslie Nielsen did the Where's uh, the Undertaker thing? Yes. Back in the day? Yes, this is what it's seeming like now. I think they could really make a lot of like people like really excited and happy for it if they started doing those type of vignettes. Mm. I think so too. I think you know. I think we start. I don't actually. I don't even know what they're gonna do. WWE is in such a weird place creatively right now. Um, it could really end up being anything. She could just show up. She can be. But considering the sort of magnitude of the star that Sasha Banks is, I and. You know, reportedly, how long that she has left on her contract? It doesn't seem like she's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, let's see. Rolling through some other news, is there anything, anything interesting that you felt over the last week that you'd like to talk about? Anything you've heard? Anything you've jabbed at? Um, Did you watch the Triple H uh, twenty four or or Chronicle? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. What an interesting, interesting show. It's a, you know, it's to see kind of and, and to see kind of how this sort of turned out um, and how it's really like we, we both, you know, we both know a lot about sort of the happenings in the music industry. I like to liken it as like Triple H kind of owning his own independent label, right? Yeah. And sort of building the talent and building the roster and making people fall in love with it and then making people and sort of being on the inside and sort of, you know, cultivating all of this talent that's to the next level. You really kind of see how NXT is really his baby right. and how much he's involved with a lot of happenings in WWE. I couldn't think of... You know, knowing Triple H from the 90s and just seeing him standing in front of a crowd of business investors and going through all this entire thing. It looks friggin' surreal. Yeah, it's it's very surreal. And like the the travel that this man had from coast to coast. Oh my god. The going to going to um what's his favorite? Rick Rubin's Ashbagash or where the hell he calls it, Shangri-La. <laughs> um traveling there for what? I don't know. But Maybe Rick Rubin just invited him out. Maybe Rick Rubin listens to this show and he can invite us out to the Shangri-La. Who knows? I, I hope he does. If uh, he does listen to it, I need him to stop making alt-right tweets and favoriting alt-right accounts. But, yeah. I mean, that would be a start. Yes, that would be a start in order to get on this podcast, of course. <laughs> um, but 
But I know, watched that after. Um, and we can't really like go too deep in the takeover because uh, we are guests on the call up this week. <laughs> that's my <laughs> sorry. I've been watching anime. That's your Goku. That's your Goku. <laughs> that's my. I've been watching a lot of Dragon Ball. Shout out to the Lookout as well. Um, I love. I love calling it in the ring. Man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know, I watched it after NXT Takeover, which is a, a, an amazing show. I, I, how do you feel about the people like comparing it to to Double or Nothing? It's a better. It was a better show. Than Double it was or a better show than Double or Nothing, to be honest <laughs> with you. But um, you know, Double or Nothing had great moments. Don't get me wrong, and I think probably it will be remembered more than this show, considering it's the first inaugural show. But NXT Takeover was just incredible. I mean, we gush over it. Um, I still have not seen to this day Matt Riddle versus Roddy <laughs> Rod- Roderick Strong Why? because I haven't had the time yet. I've been, you know, we've been we've been doing the RNC decade thing. I've been doing other things like I've been jumping around, moving around, doing a lot of things. I need to actually sit down and watch it. It'll probably won't happen until the work week is over, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, but. I want to watch it. Everyone's so gushing about it, but we gush about the, you know, the, the 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 championship matches that happen on this thing, and it's just like even when you think when we think NXT is out, here they go again, right? Yeah, we always oh. count them out, and they always tell us sit your ass down <laughs> easily. Oh my god. Um, let's see what else do we got here? What what is what is on the dirt sheets? Not much on the dirt sheets. There's a Ronda Rousey thing I didn't watch. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch that shit either. <laughs> I, I'm going to watch it eventually, but I didn't feel like it was must viewing after Monday Night Raw, to be honest with you. Um, there is news. Okay, boom. So, I mean, this would be a great transition into probably um, the Super Showdown show. Yes. Reports, Renee Young, Natalia, Alexa Bliss are on their way to Saudi Arabia. Uh, I'd like to see what people say about that. But, you know, the people that have the talk. Well, I mean, the talking points are obviously going to change. The goalposts are going to change. I still think it's stupid that they're going to Saudi Arabia in the first place, especially after the shit with the journalists. And, yes. you know, now they, I think today, like, they, you know, the U.S. figured out that they were hoarding missiles or something like that. I saw earlier, I was just like, wow, every single time they're about to go to Saudi Arabia, there's some bullshit happening. Um, but, you know, if they do get a match call, I also saw a report saying that Nia Jax was supposed to actually be competing in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. They would have been. They would have been amazed. I don't think. I don't think Saudi Arabia has ever seen anything like Nia Jax. No, no, of course not. A big, strong, powerful could probably whip their ass. All pro- probably, probably. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's. I, I think it's interesting that they go. I think it's interesting they said Natalia. I feel like Natalia. I don't know if she volunteers or they just volunteer her for her. But, <laughs> but she's the safest pick. I mean, that's the, somebody that knows the style and can and already has an outfit that pretty much covers everything that she has on i mean she probably gonna have to wear another sweater but yeah um <laughs> but yeah well, naya, naya for sure though naya, naya for naya sure is cover up everything of course yeah. um alexa bliss probably gonna have to wear whatever she wore um in the middle east a couple years ago when she that, fought that, sasha banks that power ranger fit that they yeah on. yeah she yeah. was like listen dust that off come through <laughs> um Renee Young will also be there, which you know, considering it's a it's a female it's a female announcer for it, it's you know it's promising that maybe we'll get a women's match. Um, I hope so, but if if they don't announce it, you already know people are gonna be like, I can't believe they didn't announce it. And I'm gonna say, bro, like the fact that they're over there, I mean, it, it's showing a little bit of progress. I I'm I mean, let's, let's fuck it. Let's talk about the car. Like, yeah, let's talk about Super Showdown, of course. 
Um, are we gonna be watching this? All right, so <laughs> it's a really good card, man. It's a really good card. It's really good. Like you know how it's like. Oh my god, there's some things like I can't do the problematic things where I'm just like, okay, maybe my it's a varying level of problematic where I'm just like, okay, maybe I indulge in this and maybe I don't. Like I still listen to Chris Brown music, right? But yeah, wow, here we go. But I won't listen to R. Kelly at all, period, ever in my life. Like it makes my stomach turn. Yeah, no, I mean, agreed. I mean, I stopped listening to him years ago, though. This this card. It's it's hard because it's like there's nothing too problematic about the WWE. It's just the decision that they've made to continue going here, but it's really because they're locked into this deal for the bag. No, hey, the, hey, don't agree. Don't agree with this. You you're they're gonna think we're trying to get a job. Oh, relax. I would take the job. <laughs> I'm closer. I'm closer than you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and take the job, bro. Oh my god! Of course, right? Wouldn't I just start uh... booking the show, booking the territory? <laughs> um, imagine the Raws, right? <laughs> no, I, I cannot imagine Mills writing a uh, hundred and twenty minutes of television or whatever, a hundred eighty minutes of television. You would hate. You would know immediately. You would watch the show and you'd be like, "This fucker wrote that shit." I I'm know he did. Finn Balor get squashed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "No, Finn Balor's gonna win the title tonight and then lose it next week." Like, Jesus. you know, it, it, it is what it is. But listen, I feel like a lot of people, especially considering you know last year, a lot of people, including us, did not watch the show. Didn't you know? Didn't even bother. We just saw that Brock Lesnar tossed Braun Strowman off a cliff, and you know there were two bald guys wrestling two other bald guys, and yeah, um, uh, uh, a literal probably worst show of all time contender. I mean, probably we, they also had the who would determine the best in the world thing, which still goes on to this day on this pay per view. Um, listen, it's a pretty considering it's it's much better than I think the last card that they had. Yeah, just in general, but this is star power. They've been promoting this show as is as good as, <laughs> or, or maybe around the same level as WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe in the same neighborhood. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe around the corner from WrestleMania. <laughs> that is that is a wild <laughs> promotional tactic. Like it's just as good as WrestleMania. I promise you. Mm. Um, on Friday at two p.m. Um, it's a it's a it's an interesting card. We we got a lot. From them promoting this card on this week's show, uh, a lot, um, and yeah, just but, just added to the show to the kick off the Usos versus the Revival. But these are glorified house shows, man. These are really glorified yeah, house shows. They, they really are. I mean, let's let's kind of just quickly run through the card. Uh, I, I think the Usos are going to get their win back here. Um, I mean, it's fair. I mean, it doesn't matter. None, nothing here matters. Except that maybe the Undertaker match. Well, so there is some sort of stipulation. Apparently, Brock Lesnar will be in Saudi Arabia. We can talk about that when we hit the main shows this week. But there's a potential for a um, a title change somewhere, and a lot of people don't know where to fully predict it because we're wrestling fans and we're so uneasy, and we're also black and uneasy about good yeah, things happening always, to us. <laughs> we're always we're black, you know. Nothing. We're all there's always like a sense of. 
Uh, yeah. The yeah, what's the catch? <laughs> like, okay, you said you cashing in. On who? Is there a white man around the corner? Right. There? Like, Kofi already went to Ghana. So is he going to lose the championship? Like, it, it is, you know, it is what it is. Let's run down. In terms of running down the card, the Usos versus the Revival, we have Lars Sullivan versus Lucha House Party, which is a match that should be happening. Um, I, I think the racist is going to win. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. Oh, damn. All right, so we'll get to it when we talk on the show. Um, yeah. You got Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin and the I, most house showiest of matches I've ever seen in my life. I, I think this ends up being a triple threat with Corbin being able to take the pinfall. I, I really think we're going to get Seth Brock again in, in uh, Toronto. I think that's what they're building to. Mm-hmm. But I think Baron's just kind of the... Uh, he is the the buffer. Uh, yeah, he's the buffer because Brock's not going to show up every single week. I, I do think we're getting that match again, but I do think that there will be like a triple threat t- type of gimmick, and Seth will narrowly escape with the title because he pins uh, Baron or something like that. Sounds good. Um, also, we have Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler, um, a match that's been weeks in the making of Dolph Ziggler screaming and exclaiming and these things that he's done and the things that he hasn't gotten because he's because of uh, despite all the things that he's done should be be a good match should be a good match should be you know i I don't think i don't see kofi losing here i don't see kofi losing till at least toronto i don't see kofi losing yeah because my god what a role he's been on um and possibly the most promoted match on this card i mean you talk about raw smackdown raw smackdown raw smackdown roman reigns versus shane mcmahon um they're gonna pull out all of the fuck shit for this match. <laughs> i love it it's a it's gonna to me this is this is when you get to a certain point in your career when you're having matches with the mcmahons and it's just you know you get all the toys you get all the cool stuff it, it'll be an interesting time i think you know i think I don't know who wins this match. Roman Reigns? They they um, they're not really about in, in Saudi Arabia. Are they really about sending fans home questioning like what's going on here? Um I don't think Shane wins this. Roman's un- been undefeated for a very long time now. Mm-hmm. Um I think they continue that. I I see I see I see Lars Sullivan and Roman's uh Roman's future. I think that's going to be the equalizer for Shane. Well, I think I think at um stomping grounds Dun, dun, dun. I think they already announced Roman Reigns' opponent. Who was it? I think it, I believe it is, no, actually. Oh, I'm bugging. Never mind. I thought it was, um, what's his face? What's this guy? Drew? Drew. Yeah, Drew. Um, I mean, we'll see. It's not on the Wikipedia card, so I'm just going to assume it doesn't happen. Um, you have the Demon Finn Balor versus Andrade. Demon don't lose. Demon don't lose. But should be, but should be, uh, should be a great, great, great match. I, I do think Andrade if they give him time on the fucking show every week, we'll eventually have that title. I, I think there's so many people that they have to get, they have to get to that. They literally do not have time to build anyone else. Like it's, yeah. it's insane. I and, agree. I'll talk, and I'll talk about this on SmackDown this week as well. I'll agree. Um, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby should win. Cause I think he's been spectacular, but also I feel like Braun hasn't had a notable anything ever in like the last like nine months. You know why? Because he sucks. Really? Huh? He sucks. I think they're they're putting him in like there's there's a thing where it's like he was hovering around the title for a bit, and then I don't think somebody must not like him. I don't know. 
Well, th- there was a there wasn't uh there was something being said that he fucked up a move or something like that. He fucked up the battle royal, the Andre in, in Mania, and that got him a lot of heat. That was the rumor. Oh, really? Yeah, he fucked up a spot during the Andre and then acted like it wasn't his fault. <laughs> well, don't you love that? Don't you love when people do that? That'll do it. That'll do it. Nah, he fell off himself, man. Um, the the match of the century, the match they've been promoting, Goldberg versus the Undertaker. That's your main event. I think we got two more matches before that. Yeah, 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 that's your main event. I mean, I'm just going on the Wikipedia card. I really don't. I don't know why they put why they put this in this order that they put it in. <laughs> um, call it in the ring. Call um, it in the ring. I think this match goes for a minute. I think that Goldberg gets up from the tombstone. I think the uh, Undertaker sits up from the spear. And I think they both run into each other and explode, and nobody wins. I feel like there's a sweaty Hell's Gate coming at some point in this match. <laughs> like, who, but, but like, but, but real shit. Like, realistically, who do, who do you have go over here? <laughs> hmm. Neither man needs it. Yeah, they don't really need it. They should just hold hands and and leave. <laughs> they should walk out and hold hands and leave. That's what they should do. Goldberg, I'm going to see. I feel like The Undertaker is going to win. Uh, you don't I, need to win. Yeah, but I feel like they owe him. They dragged him all the way from StarCast for this. <laughs> They had him put on some shoes and shit like that. I mean, they might they as well. They said, hey, we got a bigger bag for you, bro. Listen, we got a big bag for you. listen the, bag is, the bag is profound. Um, 50-man battle royal. I don't even know who's in it. it, is I, I, it is. I can't call this one. Yeah, I can't call this one. I yeah, it doesn't even matter, to be honest. Heavy, heavy machinery? Somebody from heavy machinery? No. Gotta be. Um, There's 50 of them. Um Shit. It depends on uh, who's going. It depends on who's going. We don't know who's going. That's yeah. Thing. We don't know who's going. You know what? Here's if there's any opportunity to see the people that we poured a drink out for last week. <laughs> there you go. That's the match. That's the match. And you won't even watch it, Justin. So you'll never see these people. Yeah, um, right. You'll never see Nakamura anymore, man. Like <laughs> wow. Nakamura cool though. He good. Yeah. Yeah. He alright. I mean, they can't. You can't surf in Saudi Arabia, but you know, I'm sure you figure out something. Um, it's, it's, it's hoes there. I'm sure he'll. I mean, it is what it is. Triple H versus Randy Orton, the in a Wiki- regular ass match, the Wikipedia main event, according to this show. Um, yeah, in a regular ass match. They're uh, pulling some comic view shit on Sun- <laughs> on Monday. No, uh, I, I, Randy was looking at Triple H like, nigga, this is not. Whoops, whoop, whoop. <laughs> call it in the ring. Call it in the ring. Call it in the ring. Keep it coming. <laughs> Drop down, toe hold, <laughs> hip toss. Oh baby, come on. Uh, Randy was looking at Triple H like, this ain't 2009 anymore, bro. They're about <laughs> to start cracking your mama jokes, man. They were about oh to. My God. I feel like that was all ad-libbed. Like, That's Triple funny. H Triple H came out like, I'm just going to cut. Like, he's like, I got things to do. I got a 9 p.m. promo that I got to cut. And then at 9.30, I got to be back on a plane to full sail. Like, that's how he kind of felt. That's how the energy kind of felt. It felt very lax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it, it did. I mean, it, it should be relaxed. I mean, Triple H has he should play the baby face for everybody that like online that hates the Saudi Arabia deal and just be like come out like completely lackadaisical. Who does he face next? Which big match does Triple H do next? Like the all of this has been like blast from the past type of deals. Um, uh, 
I mean, I don't. I, does, does him putting over somebody current give anyone the rub anymore? I don't even know. He should do. We should. I'm pretty sure they're going to end up doing like Triple H versus Roman next, or Triple H versus like. Nah, he's still a babyface though, so can't, he couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. He's the he's yeah. the babyface McMahon. There's two. There's what? There's two babyface McMahons and two heel McMahons at all times. Right. right. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> so. What do you think? Linda will come back. Linda's not doing anything. I, th- I thought about that the other day. <laughs> Hell no, Linda too busy counting her ducats from the from the Republican <laughs> Party, bro. That is not happening at all. Oh we, my, we watch trash. Oh my god, that is so funny. Um, we watch trash, but I mean, I, this show looks good. I I think if I was to watch something, I'll wait to see what people say about certain matches, and then I'll probably go back and catch them. I'm not gonna watch the whole show. Yeah, I'm. Um, it's it's on a Friday. I mean, I might sneak it on during you know sneak it during work or something like that. Um. But you never know. Um, let's see. Let's go into the shows this week. We got, right, cool. we got some shows this week. Monday Night Raw, <laughs> Tuesday Night SmackDown, you know, the regular. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100. I liked Raw better this week than I liked SmackDown. Uh, I didn't like any of them, to be honest with you. I thought, you know what? I watched the entire show of Raw, and nothing except... The the big spot where Brock Lesnar comes out and beats the holy crap out of Seth Rollins. Nothing moved me outside of that. Um, I thought Ricochet Cesaro was good. I, uh, thought, I thought it was too, you know, I thought it was cool. I thought it was more of an exhibition thing, but it, all, you know, was an end to a meme or an end to a meme, honestly. Um, <laughs> but can we talk know, about the, can we talk about Charlotte and, and, uh, Lacey. Yeah, let's talk about that. That was one of the worst matches I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they looked like they was like they looked like they were. It was a. It was they looked a, like they were introduced to each other the first time. <laughs> it looked like a fight comp for a world star. <laughs> oh my god! Like, have you seen the Have you seen the fight comp with the with the white the white girls? One of them has the bat. No, hitting the girl with a bat. I think I think Cliff put it in the channel today. Like there was a white girl, like she hit, she keeps turning her with the bat, and the, they were like fighting so sloppy. It looked like that, like that was literally. I was like, Charlotte, I've made you like one of my top wrestlers, like of the decade. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte, don't know her. <laughs> I don't know you. Like that's how I feel. Like they know each other by virtue of proximity to one another. But in terms of in the ring, listen, it was a hard match because they're both heels, and there's not one person who can sort of get fired up and things like that like we normally see in these charlotte matches where she kind of feeds off that when the when the baby face fires up she fires back and And i don't think lacy and i don't think lacy knows how to be a face yet no no i don't think she's been built i don't think her character is built to be faced um (laughs) if it is it's gonna be this lame duck character but man that was terrible there was one part where like (laughs) The, the, the 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 figure four thing that was terrible. I'm talking about the beginning where she tried to throw out the ring and then she comes back and she's in like a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> she was explaining was like, the match again. She was like, listen, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do <laughs> We're going to do this. No, that figure four spot had me like, what is going on? Like Charlotte imagine, was just like, you supposed to kick me, girl. Like <laughs> imagine uh, Becky being outside of the ring for that, like thinking like, damn, at least it's not, it's not me this time. <laughs> Becky's like, I got to tweet about this shit. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Uh, Ray Mysterio relinquishing the title. How'd you feel about that? Um, yeah, do it. 
and it's to Joe. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, this is the first time I've ever felt like they've relinquished to another person. Um, it should because be Joe. He, he shouldn't have lost. It, sh- it should be Joe. Yeah, he shouldn't have lost. He didn't. His, his shoulders weren't pinned down. Nothing like of the sort. Um, they dragged it out. Crazy. Like they literally said last week, it was like, we got an announcement on the United States Championship. And then it was like, our announcement is that next week, Rey Mysterio will show up and announce that he's giving up the title. I was like, really? Yeah, it, was, it was an MMG announcement. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> um, but this week he did it. Yeah, this week he did it. And then Samoa Joe beat him into, you know, stuffing. Like, but of all the titles that gets the focus, I think this is the one that I care the least about. Like, where is where are the raw tag teams at? Where are they at? Where are they at? Like Hawkins and Ryder are just no, sneaking. Where the, where the Viking experience? The Viking experience gone, bro. Wild card, wild card rule, man. They just wild gone. Has, man. Wild card has really ruined a lot of shit. It's really ruined everything. It's ruined everything. Listen, you know what? It hasn't ruined though. Oh Lord, the twenty four seven title. Oof, boy, was that an unexpected uh delight this week? First of all, on dot com, Jinder Mahal winning it and then immediately losing it. I think they've been doing it very well. Um, I love that our truth is like now a four time champion. Um, I I, I just really enjoy it. like it's it's a gimmick that passes the time. I, I think it gets people engaged. It gets a lot of people on TV that we usually pour out a pour out a uh, pour out a bottle for on Raw at least. And especially when you got like a com- comical like I won't say comical genius, but the man is just incredible at his job. Our truth. I love all the twists that they're they're making for him too, like all the hoops they haven't jumped through. Cesaro deciding to pull out a table from under the ring, and our truth is hiding on the table that he's pulling out, and oh my god, it's fantastic! And then you know, it leans over to SmackDown this week. Um, with Shane, with Shane making that that place playground ass rule, nobody can know. Our truth can't win. Anyone else? <laughs> First of all, I love, I love, that's probably the first instance I've seen, like, a match getting called on the phone. Like, because yeah. it makes so much sense. Like, that should happen in, like, 2019. It's like, listen, I'm calling you. You got a match. Just letting you know. You got a match. Yeah, it probably should be more formal. Mark Carano should come over and do something. But we ain't got time for that. I love Mark Carano, bro. I love I referencing Mark Carano. If they hire you. Uh... I just want to say, Carano, what are we doing tonight? That's what I want to do. That's my that's my gimmick. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, you know, yeah, I mean, that, that that should be your job. I mean, here we are. Um. And then, yes, the playground rule of no <laughs> one can win during this time until Elias wins, and then after Elias wins, and then our truth winning the title under the ring, like, and then them having footage of him winning the title under the ring. Spectacular. I didn't know that there was so much room down to that bitch. But then again, I, I remember like Undertaker be under there sometimes, right? so he has a fit. I feel like they probably recorded that earlier in the evening <laughs> and just showed us all after the fact. Um, but yeah, I mean, continuing with Monday Night Raw, I think one of the also the most interesting parts was the Firefly Funhouse thing, the, the Muscle Man dance. What did you think about that? There's a lot of subliminals in this entire ordeal. I I, th- I I was you know I was thinking that this this is starting to get to another level of uh, meta and and fourth wall breaking here. It, it was always fourth wall breaking, but now it's to a point where like I might want to go back and, and listen to these a lot closer now because it's seeming to me like they're very they're very personal anecdotes 
and I'm wondering how much how much input Drake uh, not Drake uh, Bray, Bray has mm-hmm. on 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 these uh, segments. I, I really thought that this one was probably one of my favorite ones since the first one. Yeah. Um, it was great. I, I didn't know. I didn't know Bray could dance like that. I mean, he had the moves, man. He had the moves, the moves like Vince and the Vince McMahon doll. My God. And WWE knows a meme when they see it because they they meme the shit out of it immediately. Oh, like yeah. they 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 know the perception of Vince, and they were like, "Let's just run with it." Like that, I've seen the the double Vince meme on so much shit this week, and I'm like, you know, like WWE's like laughing at this. Like they know yeah. what they did with that. And Easily. also, hus hus the pig. Hus the pig, man. This is crazy. Um, when do you think he debuts? I don't know, man. That's a good question. They've been doing this for like two months. I don't know. For two months. I have no idea. Let's let's keep him off camera. I like it as a segment. <laughs> it's a nice little break from the show. Oh wow! <laughs> He's gotta but, come back though. But once he starts wrestling, it ruins everything, right? Like it's a yeah. It it is what it is. No, uh, I, we'll see, we'll see we'll see we'll see, bro. Listen, I'm so oh. I'm here on the WWE YouTube channel. Guess what? Is the most viewed thing on this Raw? What? Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Our no, wrestling content is at six million views. Well, I mean, when you give the people what they want, that's what that's what happens. Dog, six million. It's been th- three days. They're gonna keep doing this if it keeps in six million. And people are gonna question why. Six how many, how many likes does it have? How many likes does it have? Let me see. Let me see. I, I like where you're going with this. Um, yeah, 81,000 yeah. likes. How many dislikes? 4,000 dislikes. That's not even That's not even like a big enough margin for them to even stop doing type shit like this. Yeah. yeah. They're going to they're gonna keep doing it. I, I mean, it wasn't even a bad, bad segment, though. I, I don't mind these types of segments on the shows. No. Been, they've been around forever. It was yeah, it was just to build up the match and center and center and blah, blah, blah. Um, I thought it was a, if anything, it was a fun show. I, I thought there was some fun stuff on the show. I didn't I didn't mind it. it I, I I stayed engaged throughout the whole thing. It was interesting. I, it was I interesting. probably would I probably would have made a stipulation for the Ricochet Cesaro thing, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, how do you feel about Undertaker coming out at 10 55 <laughs> and like, all right, we're doing it, we're doing it, and then he gets cut off? I mean, he kind of gets cut off. They were like, you know how I feel about Undertaker, bro. <laughs> that is cut that, cut that bitch off, like the spirit of truth. Cut that bitch off, put that sound clip in there, boom, easily. <laughs> cut easily. that bitch off. I don't care. Um. Let's let's run over SmackDown. Yeah, let's let's go to the blue brand. Uh, this week's show, um, I might have been like delirious from sickness, uh, but I didn't enjoy it at all. I thought this was probably one of the most uh, average, below average SmackDowns. It kind of seemed like the tape error, right? Yeah, it it just seemed like nothing of any consequence happened here. Like um, Kofi, Kofi I, and Ziggler come out with dueling video packages. Yeah, who had those cute? <laughs> Up. Maybe that's my job when I when I get when I get uh, employed. <laughs> I'm the guy who queues up the videos. Listen, Kofi Kingston came out like, listen, I went to Ghana, and then Dolph Ziggler comes out. It's like, look at my career. Hold on, and, hold on. Before 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 you before you continue, I'm not gonna lie. The, the Ghana stuff, I, I teared up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. It's incredible. It's incredible. I, I, I teared up. I don't know if I'll make it through that um, when they put it out. 
fully. I hope they put it out fully. I'm like, yo, are they, y'all brought the good cameras, right? Like to make a story, like because they brought the damn drone. They brought the drone. That's good. All right, good. I, you, I expect to it. see. I want the full thing on the network. I don't want this to be some YouTube, you know, deal, some Twitter type of deals. Like, oh, he's going to Ghana. This is crazy, huh? I want the entire video package. We got a Ronda Rousey thing for no particular reason. Ronda Rousey's been gone for months. Um, trying to become a genetic jackhammer. And, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I'm just hoping the same thing for Kofi. But yeah, it was a beautiful moment. It was it was beautiful. Um uh, the opening segment led into a tag match between two more aimless uh people and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who at this point I if I was Kevin, I would have been like, I'm not ready to come back yet. I don't know. Kevin was like, Yo, how much I got more how much more I got on this contract? How about that? <laughs> he just he just read up. He just oh, read yeah. up like five more years. Oh, that's true. So he's, probably, he's probably retiring here, honestly. He probably like, you know what? It's, it's whatever. I'll, I'll I'll run with it. Sammy um, has two more years, and I for, I for sure think he's gonna he's gonna dip. I don't think he. I don't get the feeling that Sammy like wants to wrestle anymore. I think mm. that like I think that his nonprofit stuff like that means more to him, and that's that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. I feel like for that though, you still need the exposure. And the exposure will come with wrestling. I don't feel like he's done wrestling. I think his nonprofit thing is incredible and it's definitely necessary. And especially once he eventually moves on, it's going to be, it's come a main sort of focus. Um, but I do think like he's going to want to promote that by being in the ring and being on TV and et cetera, et cetera. Maybe just on his own time. I think he's AEW bound probably. I I don't, I don't know if he even fit there. If he does go there, I. <sighs> He'll be fucking. He'll be Lenny Lane over there. He'll be Lodi. Oh my <laughs> god! AEW. Uh, I mean, the solid taxi match again. Felt like a house show match. Uh, I didn't hate it. It, it just. I mean, Alistair did. I mean, you tried to pour out about. You tried to pour out some for Alistair last week. He does. He does appear on the show again. Yeah. Uh, this week it does seem that they have a direction for him, but I. I mean, he's not going to Saudi Arabia, so obviously he's not going to be on the show. Yeah, I mean, there's always stomping grounds, right? Whatever that is. Um. But we have a match currently for stopping grounds. I think you know, one match, one match. It is as of, as of the result of this night, we had Alexa Bliss come over due to the wild card rule, et cetera, et cetera. Um, which end up booking a triple threat match between Alexa Bliss, Carmella, and Charlotte Flair to de- determine the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, God forbid we give it to someone on the SmackDown roster. Yeah, fuck uh, that. Fuck Ember Moon, bro. What the fuck? Uh, right. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> Ember Moon's out there ripping, you know, muscle and fitness. It, you know what? This is weird. All right. So I got to say how inconsistent the sort of creative has been because Monday Night Raw, we're like edging Alexa's towards. Alexa's a baby face. Alexa's yeah, a baby face. We're, we're edging towards that. And then on SmackDown, she's back as a heel. And it doesn't really make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, especially when you're going to, now you're going to have Alexa on SmackDown all the time because you got to promote this feud or have Bailey on Raw or whatever fuck you want to do it. And I'm guessing that Nikki's not going to come come over with her on Tuesdays. No, not at all. So, but then for the last two weeks also, um, they've had these interactions with uh, the Iconics and Nikki. Nikki Cross and, and, and Alexa Bliss that could potentially have led to a tag match. And now it's like, all right, so where's Kabuki Warriors? Where's where's that where's that thing going? Like we haven't seen them in weeks. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, like I said, like 
I think SmackDown, SmackDown gets it the worst because it's a shorter show. Yeah. And the creatives are a lot less focused. I, I I like where Alex is going here, but then you go to SmackDown, it's like, ah, let's just throw some shit. Like, I, I think we both see what this is. I think it's, it's Bailey's redemption tour. Like, she obviously has to be Alexa because Alexa, she looked like a fool against her two years ago. Oh, my God. That was still scars me to this day how she dogs walked her. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that obviously is a, is a rehab match for her to build her to, I'm guessing, Toronto when the, we're going to see Charlotte Bailey 18 or whatever. But, um... You know, I it, it's perplexing. I think it'll be a solid match. I hope Alexa's ready, you know, to go in the ring. Like, she's usually not even... <laughs> she hasn't been in the ring in a long time. Yeah. But this is her I, first real active match um, that she's had in a number of months. But I didn't I didn't even really particularly care for the triple threat match. I just thought it was, like, regular. I think, like, Carmella could be doing way better. I think she should have her own storyline, too. Yeah. I mean, she kind of does. So, they, they've been flirting with her in this... this um. The the, Rose. the Mandy Rose and, and Sonya Deville thing, but they're also doing a Mandy Rose Sonya Deville thing with Ember Moon as well. So it's like that's that's obviously going to be a team, I think. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, but get Ember active, bro. Like, come on, like she came yeah, back with like no fanfare at Mania, <laughs> and like. Well, she's never really got going, right? Like she came at the time. Unfortunately, she came at the same time that Ronda Rousey became a thing. She literally debuted around the same time that Ronda Rousey became a thing. So all the goodwill that she sort of established on NXT wasn't able to sort of carry over. So we've been in this perpetual state with Ember Moon. It's like, yo, that girl can go and she deserves to be in a conversation. But she's never even been like featured on a pay-per-view in any sort of real big match or anything like that. Except well, when, she, when she came in, she did beat Alexa. I think she had that feud with Nia. Um, and then she got injured. Yeah, so I, think, I think that kind of fucked it up. But I, I, I wouldn't say she was doing bad on Raw. I thought she was doing a spectacular job. I just no, I feel like she wasn't highlighted. I, that's how I feel like. I feel like we we go through this entire. I mean, it's the whole Ronda Rousey thing, right? But I feel like considering the the talent that you have, like we could be highlighting her a lot more. I think it's a slow burn with her. Um, but where does it go? Like, I just hope it's not something that just like. We're in this perpetual state of like, okay, will they or won't they? They're talented as hell, but will we actually do something with them or not? Get those fucking tag titles off of them, bro. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. Them tag titles might not have been a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, because I think it ain't I, it. <laughs> I, said, I said from the beginning, like, there you have to sort of establish a division and you have to make it competitive and i think they tried doing that over the last 18 months before they put the title like they had the riot squad they had you know absolution they had a lot of other different things they had female factions female things like that etc etc um all this goodwill especially once the titles became active has seemingly gone out the window iconics are doing great don't get me wrong i'm a fan now i'm a fan it is what it is i'm a fan um not not but i mean like they lose all the time oh yeah time. yeah they don't but they're the longest they're the longest tag team champions but they 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 lose all the time well, also, but well also what happened to, to oscar and Kyrie saying they were clearly the number one <laughs> they were clearly there <laughs> they had a whole program and everything i think they beat them multiple beat times them. yes they beat them multiple times singles matches and then nothing so makes me now wonder they, now they can't even get on tv it's crazy. Like Smack SmackDown, like of all the shows, got the shitty end of the stick here. Like with the wild card, become, yeah. It has become like actively a less fun show to watch now that 
I, I'm going to see people I saw on Monday on the show too. Like I, I really just would rather watch Raw, to be honest. Andrade kicks Finn's butt. Yeah, but you know, you know, Demon don't lose. So Demon don't lose. But we gotta, we gotta make it look, uh, gotta make it look good. Mm-hmm. Um, make make Andrade look strong. That's cool. On YouTube, they have Lars Sullivan promises to paint a painful masterpiece. I just want to highlight the words Lars Sullivan and painful in this <laughs> promo that we got here because it was the first time hearing him speak. It was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> He's terrible. Like I don't, I don't think like they've ever had like a monster heel. Just no one gives a fuck about him. They wrote nobody cares. They wrote such a weird promo for him because do you, think, do you think that like people in the crowd know that he's a racist? Yeah, gotta do you know. Think they, do you think they know? Like, yeah, I think so. I think so. He's not being booed vehemently because of it, but yeah, I think so. He's he's it's just quiet. Like it's it's like, but you know. So here's the thing, though. Like, it's mainly because he's done all his. First of all, he hasn't really hurt anybody of any true significance. I think that's really kind of the first thing. Um, he hasn't posed a major threat to anybody that people kind of care about on a level, um, at least consistently. And, and uh, that's the that's the same reason why I would say, like, don't put Roman with him, because, like, I don't think Roman can make Braun magic happen with Lars. But, but also, so they've been doing this thing where they let kind of his actions do the talking, and he's this freak, and he's disastrous and all this other stuff. And then you kind of have him do this very long, wordy, thought, thoughtful promo that kind of is like, it's so not his character. <laughs> it's also very serial killer-esque. Like, who wrote that shit? Yeah, it's it's weird in terms of how this promo was written because I... It's, it, it turned out very serial killer-esque. I 100% agree. And then it was this very long, like, it's, uh, Kayla, you can say it. <laughs> like Kayla was going to say it. She was Kayla, N-word. you can say it. <laughs> and I was like, Kayla, let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, for, for, freak. That's right. Freak. And I'm just <laughs> like, bruh. <laughs> What is going on here? <laughs> it was painful to watch. I think people went to go get like popcorn and shit. I, I I gave up. I was like, okay, what are we doing here? Um, and then, oh god, show ends. Goldberg comes out. Goldberg, who's like giant softy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as soon as he gets in the ring, it looks like he's about to break down in tears. Yeah, he's, they love him. Everyone loves Goldberg. Like. Um, you kind of forget how popular he was because of the like decade and a half he wasn't there, but he comes back and he's immediately like, I have I have friends who haven't watched wrestling in a long time, and when they learned that Goldberg was coming back, they were like, okay, I'm tuning in. Because, then I don't care if they don't care for Saudi Arabia, they just, they just say fuck it. No, nah, I don't think they tune in for the actual match, but they're like, oh, Goldberg's on TV. Oh, I gotta watch this. Like, I miss yeah. Goldberg. Like, how does he look? Oh, he looks great. He looks great, by the way. He looks great. Yeah, I mean, did you see? You saw his workout last time. I'm pretty sure he did the same thing. Right? Yeah, he's uh, he's probably between workout five and six today. Yeah, um, he's in Saudi Arabia now, so probably not. Yeah, that's true. Um, but we he had him cut a promo. It's sort of a retort to Undertaker's promo on Monday. It's a good promo too. I I thought that it was it was intense. I, I 
I, I think like was really kind of understated in his return is that like he actually can cut a really good promo. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, cut something that's just like it's just just say something how you feel. Don't trip over your words and make sure you end with who's next. Um, and then Undertaker shows out. Brief little, you know, gong man, gong man. That's yeah, that's me. And and then he disappears. Have you noticed that uh, the WWE doesn't tag Undertaker's Instagram <laughs> on anything? Oh, they don't. Damn. No, no. You know why? Because that shit is maggot out. That's what I'm not tagging that shit. It's like mad maggot shit on there. Uh, I gotta look at this. Why they like Undertaker literally has like he's wearing shirts like these colors don't bleed shirts. Like they're not tagging that shit at all. No, I guess it fucks up the money, right? What who his or theirs? Everyone's. Well, he don't even need the money. He's already he's a fucking IG honey. This is true. Oh, did you see his latest Instagram? Oh my god, he is posed up, man. Who's taking all these photos of him? Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool. She was on <laughs> um she was on the latest uh the latest craze for wrestling fans. I feel like every wrestling podcast goes through this era where they book WWE guests, but only one podcast can have a kind of <laughs> WWE guest at a time. Um first it was Stone Cold and then no, it was Lillian. Yeah. Then it was Jericho. Jericho by proxy of showing up every week. And it's like, I'm I think he his second turn was legitimately so he could get more listeners on his podcast. Yeah. He had everybody. He got everybody just in the locker room. And now it's Lillian. Lillian Garcia. She's the one with the scoops <laughs> as of late. She like, had Leo she had Leo before he uh returned to his home planet. <laughs> She got everybody, man. I mean, chasing glory by Lillian Garcia. It's a I, I've thing. never, I, I've never like listened to like more than five minutes of it. But I mean, have, nah, have, have fun, have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, what if Undertaker did a TikTok video? <gasps> Ooh, damn, See, that's, what, that's, what, that's what's coming next. He's gonna Undertaker hitting the whoa is gonna is definitely about. <laughs> That's a rack is definitely Oh my god. Undertaking Jamie Foxx, that's definitely happened. Uh, it's he's definitely gonna, th- gonna throw his fucking hip out doing that shit. Oh my god, Jamie Foxx teaching Undertaker a woe. That Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell clip will forever have me dying. I'm sorry. That's a, it's a hilarious fucking clip. That's that's fucking hilarious. Um I mean that's the that's the that's the week in wrestling. We called it in the ring. We had no yeah. plan. None, no plans at all. But we, but we did it nonetheless. Um, this is episode eighty-five of the A Show. We also have the bonus episode, our decade show. It's which it's, miraculously an hour before we recorded the show finished uploading. Shout out to YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. Um, not always there when we call, but always on time, right? Yeah. Um, right. but. We almost cried on Sunday. <laughs> I was pretty distraught about the thought of losing the show um, because I said a lot of great things. So, um, and I didn't want to say it again. <laughs> yeah, it's an hour. You get an hour, You get another hour and thirty minutes of us. Uh, yeah. After you listen to this, you can listen to our decade show. We're talking about Roman Reigns, Ronda Rousey, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, anything that you can you can think of uh, on that show for an hour and thirty minutes is just us, just straight talking. About the decade um, of professional wrestling, to be honest with you. So yes, absolutely. But uh, I mean, with that, that is a week in wrestling. Um, you know, follow us at RNC Radio Live. You're going to see a lot of people upset at us this week over our over our albums and artist list. 
We're also dropping today, um, as you see this, we'll drop myself, Justin, Cyrus, and Kahlo's um, best matches of the decade list. So feel free to argue with us on that as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mine's pretty safe, I think. I think people respect. Yeah, people respect everyone's opinions except mine. But yeah, um, people are gonna say you're on payroll, bro. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> if they can will it into existence, I'm perfectly fine with that. To be honest with you, um, please do. I can't imagine you in Connecticut wearing a suit every day. Oh, I'm not doing the thing. I want to get me with um, get me with Josiah doing the doing oh, all the. To, you want to move to Orlando? Yeah, get me doing they all still, the cool stuff. With wear, they still have to wear suits though, bro. Mm. Yeah, I heard it's either suits or you wear tap out gear, and I'm perfectly fine with tap out. I I I would never work there, but I would choose the suit. I just don't like wearing suits. Hmm. I can't like I can't like wear sneakers with that. Like I can't I can't do that. Like I'd be like Vince, like what's up? You can't what's what's going on? Listen, I'm, I'm sure we'll make it happen somehow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that is this week. That's everything in RNC. Uh, make sure you follow us at RNC Radio Live. Follow me at OGJohnny5 and Meals at Meals TV. Uh, and until next week, see you guys later. My champion is still black, y'all.